0: Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack, every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the blood sugar balancing challenge by joining the Goalgetters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertore, your registered dietitian, nutritionist, and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever. Find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt. Learn how to create balanced meals and snacks and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian, nutritionist, and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie.
1: Hello, it is so great to be here.
0: Mm. Back at it. I know it is. I just came back from vacation. We've kind of we were on a pause a little bit because sometimes we record a few episodes ahead. So it's nice to be back on the mic today. And back to discussing some of our favorite topics, all about food, nutrition, food freedom, and mindful eating. So in today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about how disorder eating is so normalized. So you probably saw the topic uh, or the title of today's podcast episode, and it's more of a quote of, I wish I could eat as healthy as you. And this really just goes to explain how we compare our food choices. So someone else's, whether that's a friend, a family member, a coworker, or someone else at a party that we can tend to think, whether we say it out loud or not, oh, like, I wish I could eat as healthy as you. And what Katie and I really want to bring attention to today is the fact that commenting on someone else's food choices can be normalizing and praising disordered eating. Because when you're deep into disordered eating, but maybe you're constantly being praised for it or complimented for it, then that can be easier for us to strive for those same types of actions and behaviors because we're being, it's being affirmed through what other people are saying. So, um, just to give a couple of examples and Katie and I are going to kind of dive more into this topic but maybe you're eating only veggies or maybe you're eating a plain salad for a meal without dressing on it yeah. or you take the cheese <laughs> and the croutons off or maybe you're skipping dessert because of, you know, diet rules or weight loss goals or maybe you're not eating at a party. And again, like you have to think about the why behind each of those things, because that could be disordered eating. So... um again, just wanted to bring to the attention that some of these things that we just listed could be a sign of disordered eating. So Katie, can you just tell us a little bit more? Did any of those resonate with you or are there any particular disordered eating habits that you had in the past that, you know, maybe were apparent to other people or maybe that other people commented on?
1: Yeah. All of those. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, let's just go, we can go little each by each and kind of dive into that. So I think, you know, when you talk about the eating only veggies on a plain salad um no dressing stuff like that that's all stuff that i did Mm -hmm. i mean it was to the point where like i'd only use like uh you know vinegar and oil Mm -hmm. and that would be my salad and that was never yummy and now i will put ranch dressing and balsamic dressing on it Mm -hmm. like if i'm out at a restaurant and then if i'm at home i use like my special like italian dressing that my mom Mm -hmm. has made my whole childhood Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like that like you know, depriving myself of like ranch and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, why did I do that? Like, yeah. I really do enjoy like ranch and balsamic mixed together mm-hmm. and a salad. And um, when I'm out, right? Yeah. So it's like to me that's like a nice thing that I really enjoy now because I I have that freedom back to be able to do it. And I've always enjoyed eating that salad that certain way at home mm-hmm. with that Italian dressing, just Italian dressing. Um, but there's something about that restaurant ranch that just <laughs> not, you know yes. what I mean. Yes. So. That would be really kind of, like, my journey with that specific example. And then when we talk about skipping dessert, this really just, like, you know, drives me crazy because there's a lot of times where I've had, you know, whether it's, like, you know, family members rooted in this, of saying, like, oh, you're being so good. And it's, like, am I being so good? Because
0: you're skipping dessert. like, like,
1: Like, thank you. But this has nothing to do with anything. Like, I just genuinely... Maybe I'm too full. Maybe I you know, whatever. But I used to think because that was drilled into my head, Mm -hmm. like forever and ever was that, Hey, like, Oh, I am being good. If I don't eat dessert, if I don't go get Mm -hmm. the ice cream, if I don't go get this treat, then I am quote deemed good. And it goes down to like this guilt. Like it's, it's this guilt that we like continue to carry with us. And it just drives me crazy. And now when I skip it, I always tell myself, how am I feeling? Mm -hmm. Like, where's my hunger scale? (laughs) Right, right. Where is that, where, where's that level of, you know, how I'm feeling? Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we talk about not eating at a party, oh my gosh, we, we've talked about this in previous episodes, like Mm -hmm. been there, done that, always doing that. Um, Because I think when people look around And maybe they look at you or maybe they say something to you and you're kind of like, you don't want them to judge you. So then you just, you just kind of politely decline and not eat at the party. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really triggering. And I think that, you know, if those are things that you are experiencing, you have to ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to separate those comments and those looks that people are giving. Because at the end of the day, we live in a very judgmental society, Mm -hmm. a society that is pro, you know, looking a certain way. Yeah. And I, I do think we're in a place, we've said this before, we're in a place where, you know, I, especially our generation is mm-hmm. turning the the corner and yeah. not being so judgmental getting... when it comes to body image and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or your, you know, your portions and, you know, and having more of an open dialogue, dialogue mm-hmm. like we're having right now.
0: Yeah. It, yes, absolutely. And I think just to hit on a couple of more deeper points here, you know, eating only vegetables, Let's be real. That is not filling. (laughs) You're getting fiber, but you are not getting in a well balanced of nutrients at that time. Yes, vegetables contain a lot of nutritional value, but, you know, we talk all about, you know, PPFF eating the protein, produce, fat, and fiber, and really how important it is to get a good balance of that for your blood sugars, for your hormones, for your metabolism, and just for your overall well being. And so, eating only veggies or eating a plain salad is honestly also not super effective, especially if it's at a meal without fat, because a lot of the <laughs> vegetables and fruits contain what we call fat soluble vitamins. So we have vitamins A, D, E, and K, and those are very high. Think about vitamin A is very very um, well known to be in Carrots, right? We know carrots are supposed to be good for our eyes, right? That's vitamin A. And we actually need fat to be present to absorb that vitamin A because it's a fat soluble vitamin. And so by skipping the dressing on your salad, if you don't have any other fat at that time, like you're not going to be absorbing all of those nutrients that you could be. Um, and eating only vegetables or eating a plain salad for a meal like that can really just be a huge um, way to create a calorie deficit yes but create also great cravings and hunger mm-hmm. and you know just not help you when it comes to your overall metabolism so I know I can definitely say that there were times where I felt like I was overeating veggies because I was so hungry you know I wasn't getting a good balance in yeah and you know again eating veggies eating a salad there's nothing wrong with that, but it's how you're doing it and what the intention is behind it. You know, when your intention is, oh, well, these are the lowest in calories, like this is what I'm going to pick. Or even kind of what we talked about with, you know, at a restaurant, really just picking apart the salad to eat as little calories as possible, but it wasn't satisfying, mm-hmm. you know? So again, it's like, what, what is your intention behind it? Cause we know the satisfaction factor is so important when it comes to, you know, having a sustainable lifestyle when it comes to your nutrition. And secondly, skipping dessert. Again, there's nothing inherently wrong with skipping dessert, but it's what is the intention behind it? Is it because you're full, like you were saying? Is it because the dessert doesn't actually sound that satisfying to you? Um, But if the intention is like, I can't eat dessert, or I shouldn't eat dessert because I have goals, then I want you to reevaluate what your intention is behind this. Because Eating a dessert is not going to derail you from your progress and not going to keep you from reaching your mm-hmm. health and nutrition goals. And it's like, how are you eating the dessert if you are approaching it? Because a lot of times, hey, we skip the dessert now, but we binge later. Right. <laughs> so I know I really struggled with that before. Was like, oh, I can't have these brownies. Like that's kind of like quote unquote off limits. And then I would just go home and just eat a bunch of other stuff because I was unsatisfied by restricting earlier on. So again, you know, skipping the dessert and praising someone for skipping into the dessert like we are not morally good or bad for our food decisions and kind of what you were saying where you were being told by family members oh you're being good you know you're not having dessert it's like no like I'm making this choice (laughs) you know now we do this we make a choice based upon how we're feeling um in that moment
1: yeah and yeah
0: and then as far as like not eating at a party, again, it's what is the intention behind it? Is it because there weren't safe foods for you to eat? I know that was kind of the way I would approach it back when I was in my days of my eating disorder where I was like, well, if I wasn't certain there was going to be safe foods for me to eat that I was going to allow myself to have, then I would definitely eat before Mm -hmm. or after so that I wouldn't have to face that circumstance. Yeah, it's, it's just not, again, it's not a healthy mindset or a healthy way to approach food or social situations. So, but all that to say is that again, like by commenting on how other people are making their food choices, if that person is deep into their disordered eating and they're, you're, being, you're praising them for making those types of decisions, it can make it really hard to make changes. Like, you know, if someone was like, oh, you're being so good not having dessert at the party. And you're like, yeah, oh yeah, definitely shouldn't eat dessert at this party. Cause I'm like losing weight right now. And I'm like feeling, you know, <sighs> feeling like I'm really working on my goals and yeah, shouldn't eat dessert. Like that could be what's going through your mind. Like, oh, you know, that ice cream does look really good, but nope, shouldn't have it. Nope. Nope. Cause it's like you're trying to willpower it, white knuckle it through. Right. And again, like that <laughs> is just not a healthy mindset. So even if comments are well intended, just remember that you can't see a person's relationship with food. You really can't, you know, it, again, if you're commenting on, um, you know, someone not eating at a party, it could be because they're struggling with anorexia. And if you're commenting on the fact that they're not eating or they're not eating much, like, oh, you're not getting a second plate of food, good for you, you know, type of thing. You don't know what that person's relationship with food is, and you could just be ingraining those habits and those behaviors even more for that person. So this is why we should not comment (laughs) on others' food choices. I'll just give another example. Um, I remember being at a cookout last summer, and I was newly postpartum. (laughs) I was nursing my daughter. And for anyone who knows anything about nursing, um, it requires a lot of calories cause you are creating, uh, food for another human. And, uh, it, I was much, much more hungry than I would normally be. And knowing that I was going to be sitting at this party with my baby. Um, I probably wasn't going to have the opportunity to get up and get more food. And I was truly, really hungry, um, that I had loaded my plate pretty good at this party. And someone made a comment about how much food I had on my plate. And I was just like, yeah, I'm really hungry. Like I shouldn't have to explain why I have what I have on my plate. It's like none of your business.
1: Right. (laughs) And so People don't think about it. No, I will say they that. don't. And they don't probably mean it. And right. I don't want people to think, you know, to, to, like, I think we all need to be more mindful of it when we go places. It's like, I tell people all the time, it's like, you know, we talk about, like, oh, you look so good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you, you know, that.
0: Oh, because I ha- didn't look good before. Like. Right.
1: And it's. Yeah. Just, but. It's hard because it's like you don't want people to go crazy and think like, "Oh, I can't say this or that." It's just more of like you don't know coming from especially our end of things mm-hmm. where we've been on the other side of this. Is it's like you know you really don't know what somebody's going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and you just it's it helps just to to think about
0: it. It, it helps and. It doesn't mean that you can't make compliments about maybe something they made like, oh, that looks really delicious. Or, Mm -hmm. oh, look how pretty your plate looks with all the food that you, (laughs) you know, compiled together. Like there are ways to say and comment on things without it being triggering or without it being possibly um, affirming any disordered eating things. So again, I know what you said, you know, just like we shouldn't necessarily comment on other people's bodies, like not commenting on other people's food choices is good too, because yeah, they may have a plain salad with not very much on it. And in my dietitian mind, I'm thinking that's probably not enough food or nutrition for that person. Mm-hmm. But I also, again, that's my immediate thought, but I'm like, oh, they might've eaten at another party before they came to this one. Like you have no idea You have no idea what people's eating habits and patterns are like. And truthfully, I don't make it my business unless someone works with me, (laughs) you You know, and that's when we can work together to make it most ideal for them and their goals. So, you know, I've really just learned a lot about just how to approach those types of, you know, conversations and situations, because I just think that we need to kind of mind our own business when it comes to that. And, you know, again, If I'm trying to compare myself to, like, oh, I wish I would eat as healthy as Katie, you know, and I see you at this cookout. Mm Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the rest of your day of eating looked like. Right. I have no I idea what your other big meals mac looked for like. Breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have no. I have no idea. Yeah. You might be right. eating fruit salad at this party, and I'm eating a brownie. But I have no idea what your breakfast, your lunch, yeah. your snacks looked like for the day. What you ate for that whole week. Like again, that's why when you see someone eating. Even if they're a coworker of yours and you see what they eat every day for lunch, you have no idea what the rest of their eating looks like, Mm -hmm. you know? And when I see you at a party, I have no idea what the rest of your eating looks like, and it's really none of my business. No. And so You're just people
1: that grace. And I think you, yeah. that conversation starts in your families and your friend. Mm, groups. does. Yeah. I, I think that's right where that conversation begins, because I will tell you this. I mean, me and my friends, we definitely talk about it. And I mean, I think what I've learned out of all this, you know, over the past couple of years with healing and stuff like that, is I've just been like if my friend are like, are like, hey, like, should I have this or like um, I think I'm going to have this or I'm feeling bad about having this. I'm like don't like are you hungry yeah do you want it what
0: do you have a taste for yeah like yeah
1: let's and also when people come over to my house like i'm big on like i'm huge on like hosting like it's always like hey like are you hungry would you like something to drink do you need water like i don't ever want somebody to walk into my home and feel like 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 that they're not that that they're either being judged for food choices or, or drink choices or that they aren't um, having that in front of them because I, I think I know like how it feels to be on the mm-hmm. opposite side yeah. and people will tell you, no, I'm full. I'm good. Thank you. No, yeah. I, I, I'm good. I don't need any more water or I don't need a drink. Like, right. like, I don't know. I just did it's something that I just recently have mm-hmm. really thought about deeply
0: yeah, no, it's a really good point. And honestly, just being a dietitian, you know, I go out to dinner with friends or family or whatever, and they're like, ooh, what's a dietitian ordering? And I'm like, I'm ordering what I have a taste for, right. you know, and that's, that's the truth. And you know other people want to you know see what i'm ordering or want recommendations and again just what i said is like what do you have a taste for you know and hey if you want to make it balanced think about where can you get some protein and veggies from but that doesn't mean that you have to order a salad either you know and so i, I just i would i would say that there's always room for fun food and fun meals and so again you know just because you see what one person eats at one point in time doesn't dictate right. or indicate their full health their relationship with food and and so on so I know I hate when <laughs> I'm at a party and they're like oh don't look at my plate you know oh the dietitian's looking at my plate I'm like no I'm not oh my gosh um, <laughs> it's, it's annoying <laughs> honestly I, I tell people to I, cool it I'm like hey I am not really the annoying. food
1: police <laughs> I am not
0: here to judge I've what never you're once eating felt that about you, nor, good nor asked I, you. I
1: don't want anyone I don't to feel like that think. way I don't like I've eaten in front of you so many different times
0: or they'll be like, "Oh, the dietitian's eating ice cream, so like I can too." It's like I don't need to give you permission <laughs> to eat ice cream. Like I wanted ice cream. I don't
1: know that people say this. Oh thing. my gosh! Yeah. I mean, I I mean totally, like every. I can imagine you also getting like tons of messages from people like, "Hey, like I'm trying to do this and that. Like I saw your plate of food. Like, like is this you know? Right. Does this work or whatever? Yeah. And like no, it's just I, this is what I, like what I see. Oh, okay, so. I have people in my life that always say it, my friends and family, that are always like, oh my gosh, like, look at Britney's grocery cart, and it's, like, so healthy, and I'm like, okay, yes, there is healthy stuff in it, but, like, there's also, like, other food as well, I mean, yeah. I was like, the whole, I was like, everybody, I'm like, when people say that, it's like, I want people to know, like, like... You're missing the point on that. It's mm-hmm. that it's that yes, you're buying healthy food, but you're also buying other food. Oh and yeah, snacks. We and usually other stuff. yeah, and then, right. And I'm just like you know, my mom will She's she's the biggest offender about that. So she's uh-huh. so I love my mom. She's one of my best friends, but like. But she just cracks me up because she's like look at Britney's car and I'm like mom I'm like there I'm like I will tell you right now Britney eats ice cream. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> so for like... sure. Yeah, I
0: mean I post my Costco haul or my Trader Joe's haul or Aldi and honestly guys, I usually go to more than one store. But I'm only posting one cart haul. You know what I mean? Right. Like, So yes, there's more stuff that is in our house, that is <laughs> in our fridge and freezer. Cream <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and
0: again, that doesn't that also just because what you buy at the store also doesn't indicate what you do when you eat out. No. You know, we do eat out probably at least once a week. Yeah. You know? I'll tell so you it's right like, now.
1: I don't have ice cream in my fridge, but do I get ice cream out? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because and, and to, to me, it just doesn't. Every now and then, like I'll keep it in my fridge, but it's not because like I don't want it in my fridge. It's yeah. just yeah. Just cause I, I'm, you know, balling on a budget and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff is like I just don't want to like I don't want to be wasteful either. Mm-hmm. So, All that yeah. good stuff is, I've just shared a lot, but yeah, no, <laughs> here it, we are. it's
0: it's all good stuff. <laughs> I think. I think just at the end of the day, I just want to encourage everyone that, you know, just like we can't compare our bodies to someone else's, we shouldn't compare our food choices because everyone has different needs. Everyone has different, you know, nutrition needs based on their height, their weight, their age, their activity level. Um, Everyone has different needs and, you know, nutrition and eating habits based upon their schedule, their lifestyle and all of that. And so to like want to eat as healthy as someone else, like you have no idea, like, you know, is that all healthful eating? Is there an eating disorder behind or disordered eating behind any of those habits and patterns? You have no idea. And so, I think um, you know it's important to just kind of keep those thoughts to yourself. And if you are truly concerned about disordered eating or eating disordered, you know I would encourage you to maybe have a you know private conversation with that person. You know to to ask more questions right. as opposed to praising someone for passing on dessert or only eating veggies or only healthy foods. You know I think it's it's always worth in. Inviting and opening up that conversation to make sure that people are on a healthy page with food and the relationship with food. But just be aware of how you comment because it may be harmful to that person based upon their current situation, relationship with food. So,
1: totally agree. Yeah. Very good conversation.
0: Yes. Yes. I. I'm so <laughs> I grateful waited. we were able to have that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. nice, you don't you don't think about it, but it's so so true. Because mm-hmm. this is like when when you first showed me this, I was like, oh my gosh! I'm like, yes, yeah, so relatable. Yeah. How many times have we been in these situations before? Mm-hmm. Hundreds. You
0: know. Yeah. You never know what everyone's. You know previous meal looked like or day of eating looked like before you saw them eating a certain thing that you were then kind of judging them positively or negatively right. for. So, and we all do it. We're all guilty we, of it. We do. We do. So... Anyway, we hope that you found this information be helpful. We hope that you'll just be a little bit more mindful about how you approach these conversations or comments. Um, and just a reminder that we'll release a new podcast episode together every other week all about these wonderful topics of food freedom and body image and uh, disordered
1: eating. And
0: we'll talk to you in the next episode.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you to learn more about working with me either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group, called the goal gutters group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.